when you have that moment where it's like a ding, like, oh, I need a photo of that. It's because you're recognizing something that you need, that something that whether it's conscious or unconscious, um, something that you've been seeking for a long time or something that you don't even know why, but you feel compelled to document it. You're responding to something that's a deep inner wisdom. Help Me See is a podcast based in intention, purpose, and heart. Vulnerable, real conversations challenging the norms and empowering you to harness your intentional vision for your purposeful life. Around here, we're not about the small talk. We're unpacking all of the unnecessary crap that we've carried with us for far too long. Some of these episodes are solo style. I like to call them my little audio journal with my innermost thoughts that leave me thinking, am I the only one that feels like this? And then some super inspiring guests having conversations that I truly feel like are needed in today's world. Listen into a new episode every Wednesday and leave inspired by your everyday with a deep piece of knowing that you're not alone and have the innate power to make this life count. Have you ever just felt like you're missing it and you're not even sure what it is? And then all of a sudden you look back at like baby pictures of your kid and you don't even understand where the time went in the most cliche way. That's why I created Nostalgia Now. Imagine if you were able to just activate your nostalgia vision in any given moment and just know that you're really seeing it, that you're really experiencing your good old days now. That's what we do in Nostalgia Now. Nostalgia Now is a monthly membership that is filled with doable, sustainable practices that will actually carry with us in our lives. We meet once a month where we connect and make things on purpose, where we actually do something with the photos that just sit on our phone of our precious memories. Join us at the intersection of photographic practice, connecting to your truth and creative expression so that you can live more of your life on purpose. Because I'm just opening this beautiful community, I have a special offer. If you join with a buddy or a bestie, you get half off. You each get half off your monthly membership fee for the duration for as long as you stay in your membership. So if you buddy up, you both get half off. Have the peace of mind of knowing you'll never have to say, I wish I knew how important that was at the time. Click the link in the show notes or link in bio on Instagram. Find out everything you need to know. Before we get into the show, though, I did want to let you know that I have a really exciting free offer. So I took um, one lesson. So it's lesson 10 out of module four in my uh, five-week online course, Manifest Your Memories. Um, and I've given you access to it. All you have to do is sign up to check it out. It's simple, doable, easy ways to remember your actual life. It's called See Nostalgia Now. This came before my membership. It was the original Nostalgia Now version. <laughs> it is three main ways in 
bunch of different examples about how you can effortlessly and sustainably capture some really important, intimate, quiet moments of your life. Um, and just reminds you that you do not need to rely on a professional photographer. You don't have to choose between being present and taking the photo. You are the only one that can capture the most precious and intimate and important moments of your life. And I want to gift you this guide. So if you head to the show notes, I will put the link. And when you sign up with your name and email address and request your free access, I will personally enroll you in this free mini course. So go ahead, go to the show notes, click the link, and please let me know. Let me know what you end up taking, what moments you end up saving uh, with one of these super simple super simple ways to document your goodness. Okay, now on with the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Today we have a fun bonus episode. So today's podcast episode is actually um, the audio from a really, really cool masterclass I did Um, a special one that I created in celebration of the launch of my five-week course. Um, I took out the info about the five-week course because it's currently closed for enrollment, um, but will be opening fairly soon. But in the meantime, this masterclass is jam-packed with value. People really, really loved and enjoyed the session. So I thought that it would be really cool to be able to bring it back to life for this week's episode. It's called Why Photography is the Secret Key to Creating More of the Life You're Meant For, Whether You're a Pro or Not. So this is super foundational in in the way that I choose to talk about how I implement intentional photography in my world. And I really break down um, how to think about this and how to begin to kind of extract yourself from from your daily habit, the way you've kind of come to know it. And reorient. It's a truly unique and one of a kind class. So I I really hope you enjoy. And this is the perfect pregame to my next live workshop. That's going to be all about granularly how taking a photo, the process of it, the photograph itself, and the reflection of it can not only heighten your experience of presence and awareness, but can also echo consciousness and the way we move through the world in the most interesting ways. So if you're interested in that, please go ahead and find the links in the show notes uh, and sign up. Oh, and also if you're interested in watching this masterclass, if you're listening to it and you're like, oh, I really want to see some of these visuals, go ahead and head to the show notes because I'll include it there as well. And in the spirit of this class being in session, please do reach out if any questions pop up or you have any comments or you found this useful. I'd love to hear. Tag me or send me a DM. Um, I'd love to know what you got out of this and what was most resonating for you. All right. Enjoy. So hi, I am Bianca and I am a photographic artist, a podcast host, an educator, mama, um, all the things here. And I am so excited to have you with me today. Today, we are talking about my most favorite topic in the world, and I have much to say about it. So we're going to get started. If you want, um, please feel free to continue this conversation in the chat. 
why photography is the secret key to creating the life you're meant for, whether you're a pro or not. All right, so I'm going to start with my promise to you. I'm going to show you why photography can help you make the ultimate shift in one of your most important areas of your life, your life vision. By the end of this masterclass, I'll have shown you how you can step out of overwhelm, analysis paralysis, and autopilot mode, the dreaded autopilot mode, and into feeling confidence, clarity, and purpose. Okay, I'm going to start with this quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. There would seem to be nothing more obvious, more tangible and palpable than the present moment. And yet it eludes us completely. And all the sadness of life lies in that fact. I know you're probably like, why are you such a bummer immediately? <laughs> but listen, you came to this class for some truth. And that's what I'm going to give you. And this quote hits home for me. Um, and it's a huge reason for everything that I'm about to tell you. Okay. So it's pretty abstract, um, way of thinking about things. So I want to do an exercise with you. Okay. So name your favorite movie. Think about it. One that made you feel more alive. One of those movies that you just felt like, ugh, like revved up by. And I want you to think about what about that movie is you. So if you resonate with something, it's because you're recognizing yourself in it, whether it's conscious or not. So what about your favorite movie is you? That's pretty intriguing. Movies are like highlight reels. So I liken the power of a movie to that of like your social media feed. It's very highly curated. You're choosing what you're posting, and you're controlling a narrative, right? Have you ever wanted to immediately rewind and rewatch a scene in a movie? Like you just, oh, you felt it so hard in your chest that you immediately wanted to watch it over again. Now, I want you to find a printed personal photo nearby. Any photo will do, because odds are, if it's printed, it means something. Now, you might think, um, I didn't sign up for a meditation class, but listen, this is, <laughs> trust the process here, this is important. So I want you to look at this photo, and I want you to notice the details of the photo. Just really look at it. I mean, odds are, if it's printed in your space, you've walked by it a million times, and glazed over it, but I want you to stop and I want you to notice. Pick a spot, really focus on it. Look, 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 look. Now I want you to close your eyes and imagine all of the senses in that photo. Whether you're in the photo or not, bring yourself to the moment of that photograph. Live it. Feel what it was like. Imagine that you were transported to that moment right now and live in that moment right now.
open your eyes and think, what did it feel like being back there knowing it was a memory? And I want to also ask you, did you know in that exact moment that that was going to become a printed photograph? Now we take a lot of photos, but very few of them make it to the printer. So when you were living that moment, did you know it was a highlight? Photographs are the snippets, the scenes remembered from your life. But sometimes we get distracted. We don't realize that our moment is picture worthy. We fall asleep in our own movie. But what might we do if we knew? If we knew while we were in a moment that it was a moment, one of the moments. So as I was thinking about how the hell can I show and do this concept justice, I thought about this movie. And I don't know if you've seen it before, but it's called About Time. So I'll just catch you up really quick before I show you the snippet. Basically, um, this father and son are time travelers and they've been doing it their whole lives and they go back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, even after he had passed, they still are able to go back and spend time together. But now the son's having a baby. So naturally in time traveling life, you cannot go back after that. <laughs> um, so this is their last moment together. Um, and it's just so interesting to see how they might experience this knowing so. Ah, uh, uh, I get you. This is it then. This is it. It's my last bit of extra time. The baby is completely on the way. Uh, uh, my son. My dad. Is there anything at all I can do? Is there anything you want to do? I don't know. There is this one thing. I've done this masterclass three times and I've watched this movie multiple times and it still makes me cry every time. When he is like, my son. And then the son is says, my dad. The richness and the depth of that moment is available to all of us all of the time. But it's hard to be that tapped in to the reverence that you might feel for a moment unless you know it's the last time. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. And then did they know back then when they were at the beach that that would be the one moment they chose to go back to, you know, when given the last opportunity? It's just beautiful. But okay, movies cheat. All right. They have hindsight, the director has a curated vision, and the actors immerse themselves in the story and know exactly what to do and everything that's going to happen. So, of course, they know to be all mushy-gushy and <laughs> savor these moments. But I learned something very interesting. It's called micro-level processing. 
So in order to remember their lines and their moments, Helga Noyce found that most actors don't memorize their lines. Instead, they search for intentions of their character to help them remember. Oof, that's interesting. Intention is available to all of us. And that means to me that if an actor was in tune with the truth and the intentions of a character, that they would be in tune with what was supposed to happen. This is amazing news. So you are the director, the actor, the producer, the everything of the movie of your life. And intentional photography can be the secret key to keeping you awake, to stopping you from falling asleep. But how do we marry this intention with our photo taking that we've been doing our whole life? Okay, so I'm going to take a few guesses as to why you're here. (laughs) Because if you signed up for this, odds are our hearts are probably similar. So reason one, you want to feel confident that you are saving your most precious details. Ones that you know a fading memory might erase and you know that time is a thief. Two, you're over the pressure and the expectations and the facade in capturing just the highlight reel. It's not doing anyone any favors anyway. We all know this. It's not real life. And then reason three, you want to be intentional with living your actual life and not wasted on autopilot mode. We're here to make it count. So which one are you? Answer in the chat. Do you ache to remember your precious moments? Are you over the highlight reel BS? Or do you want to make this life count? (laughs) Or all of the above? (laughs) Whatever your reason, I am here for you. And for the record, I have been all of the above. Probably all of the time, 14 times a day. Yeah, all of the above. (laughs) Okay, so hello. Why am I qualified to be here talking to you about this very specific topic? So I guess the bland stuff is that I'm a photographic artist and educator and podcast host. I graduated with a BFA in photography and digital imaging and a minor in the business of art and design. Uh, My work has been nationally exhibited with the core focus on intimate family portraiture and multimedia. And I've spent the last almost 20 years documenting moments for myself and for others. But more importantly, and what I really want you to know is that I am a chronically tired and overwhelmed mama doing my very best. I'm obsessed with helping others see their nostalgia in their now because I'm afraid of missing it myself, right? Because we teach what we need to know and be reminded of. I have seen time and time again how elusive someone's own personal magic can be to them through the privilege of documenting it for them firsthand. And I have experienced the powerful transformation from my own practice in finding the sweet spot of seeing, saving, and savoring my life. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't always this, you know, holistic experience. I've struggled. I've had intense anxiety. And I've been on this never ending quest for meaning and, you know, 
feeling conflicted about my craft and what I'm doing. And am I really being present in the moment if I'm doing this? And I've gotten to a point in my life where I feel super clear and super empowered by the habit I have formed. And I want to scream it from the rooftops (laughs) because I feel like it's an untapped superpower. And that's why we're all here today. So could you imagine what it would feel like to know you'll never have to say, I wish I knew how important that was at the time. It's like the most dreaded quote ever. What if the most important photos you take are actually the free, effortless, and unplanned? What if your camera could be the magic wand helping you be more present instead of distracting from it? What if your photographs are the breadcrumbs leading you deeper into the life that is meant for you? What if the single most powerful way to live into your one and only life is as simple as noticing what is already there? (laughs) What if I unintentionally based my entire life's work on a quote from the office? Um, I don't know if there are any office watchers in here right now. (laughs) This scene also popped into my head as I was making this and I had to show it. I just had to. The weird thing is... Now I'm exactly where I want to be. I got my dream job at Cornell. And I'm still just thinking about my old pals. Only now they're the ones I made here. I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Yes, Andy. I wish there were a way to know that you're in your good old days before you've left them. But I feel like we have that way. So I know that I've been blabbing a lot and (laughs) I feel like I've already begun the teaching part. But here is the roadmap of the things I'm going to run through and cover and teach. Um, It's one, an effortless and powerful tool, how you don't need to be a pro to utilize photo taking as your superpower. The long and short term benefits of it. Photography is self-care in the power of photographs. And then photography as an intentional practice. Now we always find evidence for what we believe. Then I'm going to talk through what I've made and how I can help if you want to continue this journey further. And then Q&A, my favorite part, any questions coming from you is what I want to answer. So I'll be sticking around to answer any questions you may have that pop up. All right, let's roll. Key number one, you don't need to be a pro. And I feel really strongly about this. So photography is the only language that the entire world can speak and understand. Think about that. You can be dropped anywhere in the world. And if you show someone a photograph, you're instantly locked in to a similar world, a similar understanding. Of course, people bring different experiences and feel different things as they look at a photograph. But this one image would bring you two together in the same moment. Your voice and your story is essential. Your specific voice, your specific story. In this fast-paced world where the emphasis is on immediacy, a still photograph stops time. It gives the viewer a moment to think, to react, to feel. So if photographs hold this much value, this much power, what might happen 
if we gave them a second thought, you know, almost anyone in the world is able to take a photo. And we're lucky enough to have the resources to do so. Even if it's just on your camera, it's in your pocket all the time. So what if we harness that in a more intentional way? What type of impact can we make for ourselves and for others? And I feel like people are discouraged, right? They think, oh, it's not going to do the moment justice. It's not going to look the way I want it to look, so I won't bother. But no, (laughs) meaning over aesthetics, always the intangible magic of the truth is accessible to everyone. And in fact, sometimes when you're too skilled at something, it becomes difficult to strip away the shoulds and the rules. And that beginner's mindset is very attractive for people that have been doing the craft for a long time because they want honesty and the truth and to go back to the core, to the crux of it all. Honest, real, and meaningful wins every time. And we must not wait for the pros our yearly or bi-yearly, you know, photo shoot or whatever, what have you to gift us with our right images. Like this photo of me and my dog who has since passed is like one of my favorites because it feels, I feel the way I did when I would hug him like that. And of course, none of my, you know, real camera photographs look like this because I just wasn't in a moment like this. And the best camera you have is the one you have on you. So your turn. What is one of the most important photos you've taken? What, when I ask you that question, what flashes before your eyes? Because I'll tell you what, you know, I'm a professional photographer. I've taken a lot of photos. I've taken a lot of quote unquote artful photos that I hold dear. But when I read this question, None of those come to mind. When I think about the most important photos I ever took, I think about my camera roll. I think about being in bed with my kid or something and taking a photo where it's super grainy and you could hardly even see, but I wanted to remember that. So it's not all about it looking a certain way. It's barely about that at all. Key number two, we will always find evidence for what we believe. So this isn't new, okay? You are what you think. Your thoughts, your reality, what you think, you see, you experience more of. And so if where you place your attention influences how you think, your thoughts, and then that influences your emotions and how you feel. And then that influences your body and how your body reacts. And then that influences your reality, how you act, what happens out in the world. Then there's a lot of importance on where you place your attention. (laughs) Okay. And if you think about where you're placing most of your attention now, be a little bit unsettling. (laughs) It's unsettling for me sometimes. But this is where I feel that intentional photography and integrating this as a practice in your life can train you to more naturally look for what you want in your life. Look for what you hold dear. But how do we do that? Okay. So the nuts and bolts 
I've come up with, when I think about intentional photography, I think about see, savor, save. So in the most stripped down way, step one, recognize a manifestation of what you're seeking more of in your life. And I say that because when you have that moment where it's like a bing, like, oh, I need a photo of that. It's because you're recognizing something that you need, that something that whether it's conscious or unconscious, um, something that you've been seeking for a long time or something that you don't even know why, but you feel compelled to document it. You're responding to something that's a deep inner wisdom. Step two, engage, linger, and soak in the moment deeper. So when you feel that ping, then it's like a light switch. And it's like, oh, this is one of those. This is one of those. And it doesn't have to be this like, oh, dig your hands into the earth and feel it in like the most dramatic way it can be. But when I say it like this, I mean, it's as seamless as breathing. It's like, I'm here. And then step three, take the photo. And not only the souvenir to help you remember, but acknowledging it as a precious piece of your puzzle of something that you might not know everything you think about it yet. Um, you might not understand the power of what you just took until years later. So what's the goal here? To bring our hindsight closer. The practice of your photo taking keeps you intentional in your life and enables you to see more of your moments. Photographs help you gain that wiser, elevated perspective sooner than you might otherwise attain it. The ordinary now becomes extraordinary later. And we want to bridge that gap. This is what this is trying to do. This is what this will help you do. Bridge the gap between experiencing that elusive moment in the now and not truly understanding the significance of it, not truly savoring it in that moment. Okay, so your turn. Have you ever taken a photo of something? magical unintentionally, I'll say it wasn't an accident. I truly feel that these flukes that we feel like we have when we take these photos, and I had no idea, it's an unconscious inner wisdom that's alerting you to these moments. Key three, okay, we're already at key three, the power of taking the right photo. Photography as self-care All right, I want you to grab a pen and paper, if you can. I want you to answer three questions. So number one, what are three of your favorite things about this season of your life right now? And I want you to be as specific as possible. I tend to be on the more vague side of things and I'll generalize, but I want you to push yourself and think specifically. For instance, uh, if I were to say, well, my son is so cute right now. He's at a cute age. Well, what about it? Well, I love that he has this gap in between his teeth and I love that he has these webs in his eyes and the way his laugh is like Beavis and Butthead. (laughs) So I want you to think of three specific things that you love about your life right now. Question two, in 20 years, what is a small detail that you don't want to forget about your life right now? What is something that is your every day that you want to make sure that you don't forget? that you know is not going to last forever, but you don't want to forget this detail. 
And question three, what do you want your children or your loved ones to know about this time in their life and what you feel about that relationship? Please try to push yourself to be specific. So if you look at that list, I want to ask you, do you have photographs of those things? Your answer could be yes. Your answer could be no. Um, But look at the list of what you've written and think, do you have photographs of those things? Photographs in the way of a representation of what those things say. Now let's take a second. We're going to dive a little bit deeper for a gut check. We're going to talk about look versus feel. As we're combating that elusive, slippery, slippery slope. Okay. Look versus feel. So when I had my first child, I think about photos of becoming a mom and a new family of three or four, including my dog. Um, So these are the photos that would have probably been posted, the social media and photos of, you know, that time. But when I really think about that time, this was that time. This is what it felt like. And while I won't be framing these anytime soon, really, (laughs) it feels so good to be validated by having the honesty of that time captured. I mean, when I look back to this, to be honest with you, almost, although I'm so happy I have them, cute photos, it makes me uncomfortable because I see myself smiling, but I know how deeply into postpartum depression and anxiety I was in. And the photos are such a mismatch for what that experience was like for me that it does not help bring me back. And although you would think that I don't want to be brought back to that feeling, um, it's very validating. And I feel seen and I feel proud of myself for, you know, and I have compassion for myself in looking at these photos now, unlike the way I felt at the time. My family, a family portrait. Every It's like a lotto ticket, right? Everyone's looking at the camera. Everyone's looking pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I'm so happy to have this photo. I love this photo. But this isn't my family. (laughs) This is what my family feels like. This is my family, right? So while it's important, you know, to have these portraits that we get professionally done or, or even set up our own tripod and take and make sure everyone's looking at the camera, That's remembering faces. That's like, this is what we looked like then. This is not what it felt like then, right? And then last but not least, this is uh, when my mom was staying with me in San Francisco for a while. We went on a walk and this is a picture we took. And she agreed that she was okay with this photo. She's very hard on herself (laughs) with photographs, right? So it's great. I'm glad we took a photo of both of us together. But this was one of the last photos I took of the day. And this is my mom. She would kill me for showing this photo to a bunch of strangers. She probably hates this photo. 
but this is my mom. This is her eating a pizza, her favorite food, her, you know, New York Italian hands, her laughing, you know, this is, I could cry. Like when I think about my mom, this is my mom. And if she had it her way, she would have deleted this or had me not take it. You know, and I think about what does that mean? What does it mean to be so consumed with our own feelings about ourselves and, you know, what it makes us feel like to look at these photos that we're not quite thinking about our loved ones or not quite thinking about or honoring the fact that we can grow away from that, you know, like, yes, we deserve to want to let, we deserve to feel good about the photos that we're taking of ourselves, but you don't want to make permanent action based off of temporary feelings. I spent my whole life not liking my profile of my nose. And just the other day I took a picture with my sons and it was a complete profile. And I was like, huh, I don't care anymore. I actually like that photo. What if I deleted every photo that showed a glimpse of my, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my whole, for years, I didn't think that was going anywhere. And all of a sudden it's not there anymore. Right. So let's not take permanent action um, based off of a temporary feeling. So now I'm going to ask you again, do you have the right photos of those answers based on what we just talked about? Right. Are the photos you have of those precious answers you listed, are they the right ones? Are they how it felt? What comes to mind when I ask you to name a photo that you wish you would have taken? So what would it feel like to know that you are experiencing and truly seeing the life that you're meant for? If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. <laughs> and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.